Welcome to the A Show. Already April show for April 26, 2017. How's it going? It's already May next week. Oh my goodness. Time really flies, doesn't it? Oh, speaking of flying, it's been five days since I came back here from the Hawaii. And uh, I, I think I'm just getting over the island air right now. So I'm, I'm back in the groove, jive, whatever you want to call it. I'm back in the pace of taking care of mainland business over here. Uh, so with, I'm going to get to the Maui mostly today. But then, but first, I want to get to some of the things that I recap and all those things uh, before getting to the Maui. So uh, retrospective on the, the Honolulu and then the mainland Oahu a little bit. Michael Bennett, uh, it turns out he has a summer home in East Honolulu. So he wasn't there for vacation or anything. He's just there for off season. He actually has a children's football camp every summer in Honolulu. So you might run into him. He bought that property in 2015. I looked that up on Google. And then, you know, property deals, they're public records, right? So you might run into Michael Bennett in Honolulu in the summertime from April to June, July, before the OTA starts for the training camp for the NFL. So... There's a side note there, and I still haven't seen Jungle Book, Jungle Gym, whatever that movie is. Uh, also, uh, return trip. I just want to get there. I want to actually go over the return trip a little bit because, um, uh, you know, that was kind of an eventful day, actually. So I came back the Wednesday night on the 19th, but the, it was an overnight flight. So I arrived here in Seattle uh, Thursday morning around 6.30, ish and I had to check out of the hotel early because it was at 11 and I had to do a long drive and then um, I wanted to go check out I don't know where I found this I there was an article about five best old style American cheeseburgers in Hawaii and I decided to go to this place and others this other area outside Honolulu called Wahiawa god dang it I practiced this like three times and then um I before I actually headed to Waihana, which is about forty minute drive from downtown Honolulu, Waikiki. Uh I went to the Rainbow Drive in again. I don't know why. I love that place. It's cheap, affordable, and then the I tried their cheeseburger. It was just a burger and the cheese and it was good, but I was like, nah, I'm not satisfied. So I went to Waihana for a forty minute drive and went to this place called the Shige Simon Stand. So Simon, if you don't know, is like a traditional Hawaiian noodle. It's sort of a mix up I I don't know what you might call it. It's, it looks like a mix up of a Japanese ramen and Vietnamese pho looking thing. I never tried Simon. I'll be honest, I never tried any of these Hawaiian dishes like Mai Tai and only thing I tried is local moko. And uh, I didn't get Simon. I didn't, the weather was too hot. It was like eighty five degrees. I didn't feel like getting a hot noodle that day. I just wanted the cheeseburgers, and I fucked the calorie counting, so I said, fuck it. And then she gave Simon stand, apparently, apart from the wonton soup and all that they have, they have the cheeseburger. So I went in, got to the counter, why you wanna, I'll be honest, it feels shady a little bit, and I said, can I just get a cheeseburger, deluxe, Sprite would be great, thank you. And then, my god, it's only 3.14, and it was the most delicious burger I've had in my life, like... Okay, so I did the burger ranking when I was in Austin with In-N-Out, right? I would say it's up there with In-N-Out. For three fifteen, it's a hell of a deal. Oh man, if I, I, I got just talking about it now. I want that burger, and uh, yeah, Rainbow Drive-In Burger is good too. But my gosh, Shige's is up there. So Shige's has been an old joint that's been there since like nineteen fifties, thirties, or something. And then uh, there are a lot of people there. It's on, it's cash only, no car, but uh, hell, it's totally worth it. I would go there, sit there. 
and then taste that thing. It's really good. You gotta get a deluxe. They don't have any fries, so you gotta get the chips. And but then um, it's you know unlimited fill refill for the pop and all that. And I couldn't try the other ones like local Moco Drive-in, and then there was another one that has the best uh, beef rib called the Helena's Market. I think it was called the Helena's. Let me see here. I should have done this. Yeah, Helena. And then um, I drove all the way there with all my stuff in my rental car. And then I was like, my God, this is really good. I really enjoyed it. But this is the second, third burger I've been eating all day because I had two burgers from Rainbow Drive-In. And then I didn't know that it would really fill me up super fast. And I was like, ah, shit. And then um, I didn't want to, I did want to try the Helena beef rib. It's kind of like a galbi for a Korean barbecue kind of thing. And that was a drive back near towards Honolulu. Which was about 20 minutes or so. But I didn't care. I said, I'm going to kill time and whatever. So after Shige, I got back in. And then I went to Starbucks. I went to get some decaf. Ice and Barracano. Weather was hot. I was thirsty a little bit. I wanted to digest before I tried the next beef. Because the plane was at 9.30 at night. And I realized soon afterwards, I forgot my golf shoes and golf glove box. It's, it's just a little Nike shoe box that I had. I left it in a hotel and I already checked out. By this time, it's already 12.30 or so. And I was like, ah, shit. So I have had I've had plenty of time. So I didn't worry about the time. But the fact that I had to drive all the way back to Waikiki from Wai, Waiawa was a 40-minute, 45-minute drive during a weekday through lunchtime. I was like, god damn it. And then um, I started driving back uh, from Waiana. And I drove back. It took about 40 minutes or so, which wasn't bad. But then there was a raid in the way, too. So cars slow down a lot because a little bit of sprinkle rain that you get. And then people panic and don't know what to do. So I got back. I picked up my stuff. And I was really exhausted by this point. I was sick of driving. And it was like 2.30 or so, I think. Uh, and then I said, all right, let's try Helena. And then I drove through downtown Honolulu, the financial district and all that. I didn't really hang out there that much. There's a lot of people. But then outside of Waikiki, I got to admit, man, like there's some shady parts of Hawaii. Um, I'm going to get to Maui a little bit too, but especially in Oahu. Wow. Um, so I got to the Helena Market, which is, uh, where is it exactly? Uh, let's see here. I should have done this research early on. But uh, is that Honolulu? Yes, it's still Honolulu, but... I don't know. It feels like a really ghetto side of it. And then I got there and then there was no parking. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I drove around a couple times around the neighborhood block. I wanted to park in the neighborhood and go check it out. <laughs> Excuse me. And couldn't get it. And then I was already full. And then I was already pissed that I was driving for about like hour and a half or so. You know, going back and forth, Waikiki and all that. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not getting this. Like, there's no parking. I can't sit here. And then it's pretty parked and crowded. It's just cash only, but goddamn, it looked really good. I'm I'm looking at the photos now on Google Maps. I fucking want it. The fucking mac and cheese salad or whatever. I want that shit. But I was so full at this time. I said, "Fuck it, I give up." And then I started looking for the. I started looking for the nearest Starbucks again, cause that's the guy, that's the kind of person I am. Starbucks fanboy, a mainlander. So, I went to the Starbucks and then I parked and then um. There was a lady outside. She was telling me some stories. Apparently, I overheard when I got out of the car that she has a mental disorder and then she's trying to just chill or whatever. And then I was like, okay. Then she stopped me and she just started talking to me. Then she was talking to me about her uncle who ended up marrying a Japanese lady 
who was a geisha and blah 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 all that stuff which was actually quite quite fascinating and then well, what happened was that this lady just comes up and says yeah so uh he she liked my shoes i was just wearing these red red orangey looking lunar tempo shoes that i have for Nike. i and then i have a red shirt and then i was like it's a matching thing i just want to wear it it's a comfortable shoe that i'm gonna wear and i said why well, i like your shoes did you do that on purpose is that your favorite shoes and i was like uh yeah kinda and then i wanted to walk away but i was like what the fuck i already killed enough time so lady started smoking i just stood there and listened i was like yeah i've been here whatever this long and then she was telling me about paddle boarding stories like she's like 57 or something and then she's a hawaiian uh over there polynesian lady and then she tells me about some beef with like you know uncle and all that stuff and then you know marrying a geisha that's like a forbidden thing but then you know a lot of hawaiian people here they get married to like korean japanese vietnamese people but you don't want a geisha yeah that's like marrying a whore that's what it is right and then yeah and then the uncle he didn't know but then it ended up that she was a geisha at one point haha <laughs> and then i was like interesting and then uh, i don't know why i just reiterated that nonsensical story but i thought that was fascinating know some culture about you know polynesia people marrying other people which i didn't know and then the geisha oh man yeah there's a lot of japanese influence here so i just i don't know i thought it was fascinating just listening to this lady for five ten minutes and i walked into the starbucks and then i finally cooled down a little bit got the water and then i just sat there and i was like all right i'm really really tired and then i decided to just uh go to the airport early i know my flight was at 9 30 but I had a lounge because I have a priority pass, and I decided to go to the priority lounge, uh, which was downstairs by the Chinese garden. I thought it was a Japanese garden. It was actually a Chinese garden. And then uh, it turns out uh, the lounge only opened till 6 p.m., and I was like, what the fuck kind of lounge is this? And then, uh, man, it, it, you feel the sweat stench kind of thing in there, but then they gave free water and all that stuff, and the water is really expensive in hawaii-ish you have to get it every time i don't trust the tap water the water is tap water is not that clean in hawaii believe it or not so you know so i was like all right it is what it is and it's like six o'clock i still have three hours to kill before taking off here and then i ended up ex you know exploring the airport a little bit and then try to kill time and that was it and then uh actually when it got to the boarding time uh delta i got that was a reward ticket i had uh and then the Delta started announcing that, uh, we actually have an overbooked situation. People started groaning, roll, started rolling their eyes, and I started laughing. And then so they offered $500 voucher in a night stay in hotel because this is the last flight to mainland for Delta. And the transportation and all that from the hotel to whatever, and then they'll cover the night and the meal, whatever. And then the first flight available, the person will get out. And then I was kind of tempted because I still had the week off. And But then I was like, $500? That's not enough. That, that won't even cover the fucking round trip to Toronto from Seattle. Because it's going to be like seven, $800 US, right? So I was like, all right, let's wait and see what happens. And then they went up to $600. And then I just boarded and I said, you know what i don't mind taking the voucher and then this package but it needs to be at least eight hundred dollars so somebody must have you know volunteered to get off but like six hundred dollars that's not enough and then you know you're the united and all that stuff that's been going on you know people are a little sensitive about overbooking situation which by the way uh i i this is this is a overbooking is a reason why i don't fly southwest uh i thought i was going to mention this story last week but fuck it i was having too much island air i didn't do it but um so about six years ago when i was back in colorado 
I had an interview in Salt Lake City, which is about an hour and a half flight from Denver International Airport. And I was on the last flight on a Tuesday because the interview was Wednesday morning at 8, 8.30 or so. And I never flew Southwest, and this is booked through the company that I was interviewing for an internship that summer. And they overbooked it. And I was like, Southwest, what the fuck? And then I was panicking for a little bit because I didn't know I wasn't flying that much at that time. And then I came straight from the whatever midterm exam I had. It was a pretty busy schedule because I had two midterms and a one long-ass homework. And then I had to get on this flight and then go for this interview, which I wasn't ready at all, uh, (laughs) to be honest, looking back. Although it worked itself out. And as as soon as they started boarding, it's like they need two volunteers to get off, and I was like, I, I can't. What is the next available flight? It's at six a.m. It's six thirty a.m. and it's gonna land in Salt Lake City at eight o'clock. Yeah, but my interview's at eight a.m. and I was like, contemplating in my head in case I get kicked off. Like, oh my god, do I have to? Do I have to like pick up my luggage? Then I have to change into my suit there. You're like, what the hell? Thankfully, an old couple got off, and then they took the package and a voucher. But ever since then, in 2011, I, like Southwest, uh-uh, no way. The reason you're cheap is you're overbooking it and then screwing everybody. And then same thing for all the other airlines. Like, y- y- y'all fucked up. And then, so I kind of knew about this overbooking thing for a while. And then, like, people pitching about United and all that. And then there was another incident on American Airlines with a lady crying because she tried to put the stow the stroller onto the carry-on which you're not allowed to do and then this guy stands up and like the guy flight attendant just yanks it away from her supposedly and then almost hit the child that she was holding the baby the mom and then the mom starts crying and then the some random passenger comes up to this is where the video comes in it's like if you want to go and pick a fight pick a a fight on my man on my own side or some shit like that it's like if you're gonna fight fight me and then i'm like all right the, the the stupidity in this video is at gazillion levels okay it's the american airlines stroller one because i think the united one is like dr dow that's way over past that at this point so number one strollers are not allowed as a carry-on but okay so the one of the flight attendants not the guy some other lady told his mom that okay i guess she could look for a space to put the stroller as a as an overhead compartment and then but then the other guy, flight attendant, he shouldn't have behaved the way he did, just yanking it away from her. Like, no, no. I mean, like, but then <laughs> it got stupider when some random passenger gets up and then says, uh, if you're going to fight, fight me, man. And then I'm like, what the hell does that fucking achieve, man? It's just like, it's ego inflating bullshit. I'm like, sit the fuck down. Like, just record it, quietly go about your life. Like, why the fuck are you standing up to this lady? And then if you're going to fight the guy, say the flight attendant actually fights the guy, then what? Both of them go to jail for fucking assault and then, like, just uh, public disturbance? Then what? Just the, the stupidity of this guy standing up for this mom just got me even more. And I just started laughing. And then it's like, this, 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 this is a stupid kind of justice. It's like, shut up, sit down. The guy looked like an asshole anyway. You look like a douchebag just standing up. It's like, I stood up for her. Like, yeah, it's like that Dark Knight movie moment. It's like in that two boat scene when Joker had the bombs on two of the what are the vessels or the ferries or whatever, and it's like one of you press a button to blow up the other one, and then the guy stands up and is like, "I'll do the dirty job." It's like this is what this motherfucker is. What this guy's a pussy. He should shut the fuck down. Anyway, so 
uh, where, where was I? Yeah, they overbooked it, and then I, I don't have a good memory with the overbooking experience. So there's that. I've been known for like I've known it for like seven, six years or so now. But back to the flight, and then uh, last week I said since I watched the Moonlight and then La La Land, I'll go see the Manchester by the Sea, featuring Casey Affleck. I ended up dozing off for a couple hours on the flight, and it was a five and a five hour flight or so. We had a tailwind, so it was like uh, so it was pretty good. But um, couple hours, twenty half hours or so, and then I got up, and then the all right, let's watch the Manchester by the Sea, and then it turns out the movie is like two hours and fifteen minutes, so three minute credit at the end, or five minutes or so, it's like two hours and ten minutes, and I had about what hour and fifty minutes left on the flight, and I was like, fuck, I'm not gonna finish this movie. I don't want to fast scroll this shit. So I ended up not watching the movie, and then I just ended up not watching anything on this thing, and I was like, eh, shit. But that's okay, because I got to see Fate of the Furious today. So maybe I'll do that review later if I get some time. But anyways, I got back, and then uh, I was pretty tired. And then by the time I got back, my sleep cycle was completely off. My time zone was off, so I was completely off. But uh, I got home at 7, and then I, I I just dropped all my shit. I just changed, and then I just passed out for a good three hours or so. Then I got up, I started unpacking, passed out again, got up went to the gym got back passed out again and then the cycle began again for like another couple days or so and then the entire weekend so it, it i started unpacking on a friday i'll be honest i just left all my shit all over the place of my at my house and then uh yeah i know uh, it took me the week last this past weekend and then a couple days to get back in the group i think i'm back in the vibe right now backing the working pace a little bit i'm still off i'm gonna get I'm going to have a life update on that a little bit. Maybe I'll talk about that in the adulting episode next week. So yeah, next week, uh, it will be about adulting part two. One of the most popular episodes, believe it or not, adulting. So um, anyway, so uh, now, I'm, now I'm back. I unpacked all my shit. I got two mugs. I got 34. I got to get two more from Vancouver probably. So I'll figure that trip out someday. And then, uh, yeah, it was good. So uh, that was Oahu. And so best burger is Shige's. Shige's Simon Stand, that is the best one. Rainbow Drive-In is really good too. Um, I like their stuff, but uh, Shige's, I would definitely check that out. I haven't had Simon. I haven't had Mai Tai. I didn't get a snorkeling gear. I didn't do surfing. I didn't do none of that. I'm, I'm fucking fully recharged. I'm fucking happy. I'm glad and, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. So let's get to the Maui a little bit because since that's the main topic, this will probably be probably be the last edition of the travel city island whatever review in a long long time because i'm i'm out of money i spent more money than i thought but bk i thought you were in the mileages and points what happened well it turns out though i i I tipped everybody too much well at the bar and then i spent food is really expensive in hawaii i'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's more expensive than I thought. Yes, then if you go to Rainbow Drive-In and McDonald's over and over, yeah, it would be really cheap. But if you start going to a bar and then, like, start getting nice drinks, eh, start costing you. So, um, yeah, I kind of went over budget. So I got to get into a saving mode a little bit. Uh, so how was Maui? So um, here's how the Maui thing went. Uh, I only went there for one day, the last Monday. And I... So it, it started, I thought it started off well, but then it didn't because I got to the Honolulu, I got up 3.30 in the morning on Monday because I was taking the inter-island flight, Island Air, that was booked for 5.30 in the morning, and then I land in like 6 o'clock in the morning or so in the uh, Kalahui, Kahului, 
I can't say it, even if I practice a gazillion times. Airport. You know, everybody's like, you gotta go see the sunrise up in the mountains and then the Haleakala National uh, National Park. And I said, fuck that, because uh, they start charging people between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. for sunrise, you know, visit in the national park, aside from the $20 that you pay at the entrance. And I said, fuck that. And then 6 a.m., I'm gonna land, and it's already April, so the sunrise time is around like 6.40 or so, and it's gonna take about an hour to go up the you know go up the mountain from the airport so i said fuck it i'm not gonna make the sunrise and he's like it's okay if i miss the sunrise sunrise is a sunrise who the fuck gives a shit right and then so i was like and then uh and then the weather wasn't really participating anyway it was foggy and cloudy so people whoever reserved it that day on april 17th they wasted their money so i win but whatever anyways before even landing in maui I got to the airport pretty early, and then I got through. Nobody's on the road. Uh, 3, 4 in the morning, surprisingly. A lot of people commute between 6 and 8 a.m. After 8.30 a.m., it's not a rush hour anymore in Honolulu. So I got to the airport pretty fast, like in 20 minutes. Uh, and then I got through the TSA super early, and I was looking for the gate or the terminals, gate 78, and then... It, and I didn't know this. I should have done the research. There are two terminals at Honolulu Airport. One is an inter-island terminal, commuter airline terminal. And the other one is a main terminal, international and then the mainland terminal, whatever you want to call it. I went through the main terminal, the international one. And then this motherfucker at TSA didn't tell me that, oh, it's the other terminal I should go to anyway, which is about a 30-minute walk or a five-minute drive to another parking lot. So either the island there got to him or the this guy said, fuck this tourist, four in the morning, let's fuck with him. And then that's what probably happened. I got to the security, I started walking around and I was like, where the hell is gate 78? I only see gate up to 58 in this terminal. Then they said, you got to take a bus to the inter, inter-island terminal, intra-island, whatever you want to call it. Okay, is there a shuttle bus that's coming? Oh, I thought I saw a bus. And then I go up and then there's no bus. And then it's like a... F- it's like already 5 o'clock, and then I was like, flight's at 5.30, and then I started panicking. Dude, what the fuck? Turns out the shuttle only runs between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. So this lady who told me that she saw a bus is a complete liar. And then the, another security guard comes up to me and is like, what are you doing? There's no bus. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The lady told me that she just saw a bus. Nah, there's no bus. You got to get out. And then you got to go through this TSA line again in the intra-island terminal. I was like, God fucking damn it. So I got out and then I started running to my car. Well, I didn't run. I kind of like paced myself. I was like, fuck it, I'm fine. I was already in the island mood a little bit. So I kind of walked fast. I didn't run like an idiot because nobody's at the fucking airport. And then I got out, and then I parked really close to the main terminal because nobody's there, 4 in the morning. And then I started driving, and then it turns out the arrival part of the airport when you drive around this Honolulu airport is also the Island Air, Hawaiian Air, commuter airline terminal, which I didn't know. So I loop around again. This is like, by this time, it was like 5.15 or so, and then I get into another parking lot, the commuter terminal parking lot and then i run across and then it's like 520 and i was like god damn I'm, i got about 10 minutes here that was a tsa line since this is a commuter people must be commuting right i got through tsa pretty fast and then i was like ah shit i was at the wrong terminal 
And then they started calling my name. This is the last call before we're going to close the door. Whatever. And I started running. You never run in the fucking island unless you're jogging. And they're like, oh, it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. And then I got in and I was like, God damn, I was at the wrong terminal. Nobody told me. I was like, ah, it's okay. You still got like, you know, we're going to wait for you another 15 minutes. I was like, God damn, you island people. What the fuck? So I got on at like 528 or something and I was like sweating my ass off. I get on the flight and there's only seven people on this flight. I was like, fuck, I'm on, I'm on like, my seat was like 20C or some shit. And then I said, ah, fuck it. Like, Can I just sit in row seven? Like, yeah, whatever, just sit down. And then uh, another lady who didn't make the flight. But it turns out these commuter airlines are growing so often the prices are pretty fixed like a fucking Greyhound. If you miss this, they could just, you know, book you to the next one at 6.30 or pull you in for the earlier flight or something. So there's no point of running. But the fact that I didn't know that there were two different terminals and nobody fucking told me kind of got me pissed off. And then I was like running my ass and running, running around like an idiot, a fucking mainlander for like... Oh god, good 25 minutes in this big ass airport it was like I looked like a fool and I felt like an idiot, but then I was like fuck it, I still made the flight. And then we land in Maui. Uh the the weather in the big island, the Hilo and all that, it wasn't that great, I'll be honest. Uh by the end of my trip, uh, it was rainy, cloudy. Uh it was in the 60s, so it was kind of chilly and windy and all that too. Um and we landed, and then I got out, and then the Maui airport looks exactly like a Honolulu airport, except smaller. And then I started walking around, and I was like, all right, I got a rental car. Where is the rental car? I walked up, and then there's, there's like a bus station for a pickup for the shuttles. And then I stood there, and I waited. I was like, I, went, I saw an Alamo booth, and I went up. I was like, hey, I'm for National Alamo, because I had National, and then Alamo and National are always together anyway. It's like, sorry, this is Alamo only, and then you got to go all the way down to the end of this uh, whatever station. You, you got to wait for a bus for National. You got to go to a rental car center. And then I stood there, and I stood there for a good 15 minutes. I saw the sun come up. Because it was pretty, it was like, it was a dawn, and then it became a sunrise, and then I was like, god damn, and then it was like, by this time, it was like 6.25, the guy doesn't come, I saw other cars come, Dollar Rental, Avis, uh, Hertz, I saw those buses come, but not the National, I was like, what the fuck is going on, do I have to walk over again here, what do I gotta do, but you know what, who cares, I finally landed, like, whatever, I was gonna miss the sunrise anyway, so I wasn't in such a rush, so, Thinking about it now, I go like, how dare you? But now, like, when I was there, I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Like, I just stood there, and I was enjoying the nice breeze. It wasn't so hot. And then the guy finally comes, and then I got the national, and then I get off, and then uh, I try to pick my car. And I was like, all right, here are your choices. And then I had five car choices. I saw an Elantra, Sonata, Jeep, Patriot, Jeep, Compass, and then uh, Chevy Malibu. And then I was like... Uh, I drove a Patriot. It was a fucking piece of shit when I was in Austin two years ago. I don't want that. Elantra and Sonata, I'm sick of those two. I, every time I get a rental car, especially in California, I get a fucking Hyundai. So I was like, fuck that. Malibu, I was like, tempted, but I'm going to go up in the mountains. I need a fucking SUV. I need a rugged one. And I don't like Patriots. So I said, fuck it. I'll try the Compass. So I get in the Compass and I immediately hated it. And then I regretted the decision. There's no Bluetooth and there's no USB port. And I was like, God fucking damn, I need to hear the navigation. The the, the, the noise 
you know the the the, the, the what do you what do you call it the noise control in this car is absolute garbage then it felt like a clunk of metal and then i was like i should have gotten a fucking malibu but then again when i started driving you know it's just you know jeeps i'll be honest are terrible rides in the regular you know day-to-day driving and then he's like, yeah, that's the point of a Jeep. It's a fucking Jeep. You know, you got to go off-road and shit. And then all was true. Uh, before getting to the off-roading part and then why I kind of started appreciating Jeep a little bit. Uh, as soon as I got out of the airport, I saw a fucking car crash in front of me. And then uh, somebody made a wrong turn. And I was like, here we go. This is off to a great fucking start. I hope I don't get into a fucking accident. And I started driving and I was on. The, I picked Haleakala National uh, Park. I want to go up to the peak. It was like 10,000 feet altitude and then i said i just want to go up there and see what the fuck is up and then uh and then you know because uh okay so back up what do you do in maui so the common thing that everybody says is well do something you're not gonna do in oahu or in the waikiki so i said you know what i'm gonna go up in the mountains because i'm not gonna do that in oahu and then another one was like drive because it's fucking impossible to drive in oahu because there's too many fucking people and this turned out to be true. And then there was another one. Go to other quieter beaches. Because like, oh, Maui's is like, it's quieter. And then there's nobody there. And then I started driving. And then, oh my God, the driving is a fucking challenge in Maui. And then, yes, you can go 80. And then you can speed down and all that. But because of the, whatchamacallit, uh, the, the, the terrain of the island, you know, volcano, post-volcano explosion and all that, there's not a lot of narrow winding roads and mountainous roads. So it's hella stressful even for like 30 miles or so, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. So I got to the Haleakala National Park. It took about 35, 45 minutes to get there through the morning commute. Lights are slow. Um, there is a highway, but highway is really like 40 miles an hour. And then there are a lot of curves. It's very narrow, so you gotta tr- you, you got to be careful when you drive. And then uh, I get to the national park, and then um, I see a lot of people coming down, and it's real hella winding, like you're like going in the loop over and over and over. And then speed limit says twenty, but I was like going at thirty five, forty, and then slow down, break, break. And then this is going uphill in this case, uh, going up like nine thousand feet for fucking twenty minutes. And then I see a lot of people coming down. And then this, by the time I got there, was at, uh, about just past 7 o'clock. And a lot of sunrise people uh, didn't see the sunrise because it was cloudy and foggy. And then there's a lot of mountain bike people that are coming down from the top. And then I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I had to watch out for them. So I was like slowing down at 20, 25. And then it's a one-lane road each way. And then um, I, I started driving up and I was like, I was pretty caffeinated at this point because I had a cold brew from the Honolulu airport. And then I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. And then <clears throat> and then I was worried a little bit. It's like, God dang, coming down is going to be a fucking pain. I went up pretty fast because everybody's coming down. Everybody's disappointed with no sunrise. Everybody's coming down with a bike ride. And then I was like, how many fucking mountain bike people are here just come down like 7 in the morning? I'm sure there was some tour group. I was like, watch the sunrise and come down extremely with the BMX or some shit. And then uh, I saw a lot of people in the raincoat and the helmets and all that. I was like, all right, it's pretty chilly outside. Anyways, I got there. And I only paid the $20 because it was past 7 o'clock. Because 3 to 7, you have to reserve to get into the park. Because that's when the sunrise people come in and see. 
I was like, fucking great. I didn't have to pay for that shit, and I didn't have to reserve it. My point is to just see the see the nature and then go up a little bit. Ah, and then, my God, getting to the peak, it was fucking foggy as shit. I couldn't see anything in front. And then I uh, had to keep the lights on, high beam probably. I don't see any car. It's Silent Hill creepy as shit. And then I got up there, and then um, I said, fuck it. I'm, going to, I'm getting to the peak. I don't give a shit. And then... um. I couldn't see anything. I couldn't like, oh, you could see the Oahu, you could see the big island, and then you could see the ocean. I was like, nah, I don't see any of it. It's a fucking fog and cloud in front of me. But also, there's a lot of wind, so um, it cleared a little bit. And I actually was on one of the peaks. I was actually over the rainbow, which is the cover photo I have for this episode. Um, So... I took that picture and then there's a lot of rocks and stuff there too you know that volcanic rock and I felt like I was in Batman Begins like dude this is how ba- this is how Bruce Wayne became a Batman this is like when he went up to see Ra's al Ghul you know get to get trained man in that unnamed Asian country this is a fucking perfect set with the fog and then the you know the endangered flowers that you don't see you're not supposed to touch them and then like stay off the stay on the course do not touch anything do not step on here you know there's a lot of endangered species including the nene birds you know not the basketball player the fucking bird it's a goose nene and nene so anyways i i saw like different kinds of rocks there because it's like one part is all black one part is all orange and then i was like there was an observatory that was like air force observatory and then i was like Fuck man, that's where they experiment people probably and then don't tell anybody. It's like, oh, this is where to we observe, you know, the volcanic activities. Nah, 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 nah. I'm sure you have some weird fucking NWO meetings in here. Like, not the Hulk Hogan, the Four Life, not that Hulk Hogan one, but fucking New World Order. The Bilderberg meetings is in here or some shit. But, anyways, I saw that. I took a nice photo. I took some couple uh, panoramic photos and then I started driving down. And my God, driving down, it, you start getting sick of it. Ah, it took an hour to come down, and it's the most stressful one. You're keep again. It's long, winding road, and then thankfully there's no bike riders by this time. Um, I killed about an hour up there, uh, the ten thousand feet, and then I started going down, 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 down. And I took a time lapse of it too, cause it was so repetitive, and then I thought it was kind of a cool drive. So, anyways, I took a video of it. And then uh, people said, my head hurts, even though I slowed down the time lapse. And it's like, I think it's the road more and the drive more than the camera itself. Because uh, it is, you kind of go, oh, oh, and then you have to be on the fucking edge. Because uh, you don't know how the other guys are driving. A lot of Mustangs and Camaros. Yes, uh, I saw too many Mustangs and Camaros. Everybody says this is a chance. And driving those up the mountain and coming down. And these people don't fucking know how to drive. Fucking, it makes me outraged talking about it. But and then you gotta watch out for these motherfuckers popping up, which I'm gonna get to another incident that almost happened, accident that almost happened. But then, uh, yeah, and then I came down, and then I said, "Fuck, where do I go here?" And then, um, I wanna go down to a beach, and I just, it already was like nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning. I feels like uh, sun was up. It was started getting warm, uh, down in the sea level. Oh, and it was pretty chilly up there. Definitely bring a hoodie and a rain jacket minimum. You got to dress warm because it's like 30 degrees up there. And I, I had a hoodie and the jeans. But then I knew I was going to go into beach, which is like 80 degrees down in the sea level. So I brought swim gear and all that too. I just brought one backpack with the swim gear, extra shorts, and extra shirt. 
um, that kind of thing. So I started driving towards, oh, what is the city name? I cannot say the city name right. Makina. And then uh, I started going down south. I came back down where the airport was pretty much because that's the only way back through Highway 37 towards Kaolui, the main city there. And then I started driving down south, uh, 311. And then I originally wanted to go to Kamaoli Beach Park. Uh, but it turns out that, uh, there was a lot of people there by 11 o'clock I got there. And then I was pretty fucking hungry too because I was only on caffeine. I was up since 3.30 in the morning. I was like, I gotta get something fucking, gotta get something to eat. And then, so I ended up going to Starbucks. You see, you hear the common thing here is like, I go to Starbucks a lot. And then I just grabbed a breakfast sandwich along with another coffee and then just get a, catch some, catch a breath. And then I went to the Kamaoli Beach Park uh, down the Kiheli Road. Am I saying this right? It's in the, uh, God, what what part is this? It's like a southwest part of the island. Uh, water was very rough. There was a lot of people. And then the, they, had a, they had a warning sign. It's like the waters and the breaks are pretty rough here. So if you're not an experienced swimmer, we highly recommend that you stay outside the water. I said, fuck it, I don't want to do this, and then, and then this is when I realized, this is where a lot of condos, and the vacation clubs, and hotels were, on this road, and the Kiei Road, I never seen so many white people, and the mainland, Chinese people, so the mainlanders are both here for American and Chinese, and I was like, where, where, hey, where, where the, where the Polynesian people at, what the fuck is this, where the Pacific Islanders, man, what the fuck, and this is when I started going like, yo, Maui is like has so many fucking white people. It's like it's like walking into fucking Neiman Marcus in this side of the island. It's like you either see Chinese shoppers or the rich white shoppers or moderately doing well people. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then all I saw on this road while I'm driving and walking around are white people or a very few sporadic Chinese people, not even Korean people. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like the, so, and my perception of Maui became like, fuck it. I like Waikiki better. It's more diverse. There's more thing going on. It's all families here too, or like the Chinese couples. And I was like, fuck this. I don't, I don't like any of this. And I hated this Kamaoli park too. Like, like old people. And I was like, fuck this. I don't want to be here. This smells like a fucking retirement. This smells like death. This smells like Florida. And then I just grabbed my Starbucks and then the sandwich. And I started, I woke up a little bit after food. And then I started driving south even more. Because there was uh, two beaches I had in a candidate. Then Kamaoli was one. But the other one was Maluakala. Maluakala? Ah, fuck. It's in the city called Makina. Maluaka Beach. Maluaka Beach. I don't know anything about this thing. And then the drive-thru was... Uh, this is when the I started going, Oh my god, the price point is going up. Price point is going up. There's a nice resort there. There's a nice golf club there. And then I was like, This is getting too nice. Makina. That's a city. And then I don't know, but turns out this beach was a better choice. And then there's a there's a lot more resorts as you go down south. And then uh, you you see the nicer cars, the Bellevue level of cars. I see a lot of E classes and the five series, some seven series, not the Mustangs and Camaros, the usual, the peasant sports car. No, I'm kidding. And <laughs> and then I got to this beach. It was like 11:30 or so by this time, I think. Uh, or noon actually I got there pretty late Because I was getting food in between And Maluaka Beach Actually Was 
pretty nice. The sand is pretty soft, and then the water seemed a little rough, but it wasn't as bad as Kamaoli. And this is actually a turtle beach, which I didn't know coming in. And then I just realized afterwards, and they had a, they actually have a huge yacht tour for the turtles, which is like they take like a zillion people, I don't know, a hundred people onto the yacht, and they go off, and then they're like, hey, look at the turtle there, and then like do snorkeling and shit. Again, I didn't do any of this shit. I just got my suntan, and then uh, I said, fuck it, I'm just going to swim, and I went under, and then I already saw a lot of fish. There are a lot of reefs and a lot of rocks there, so I was like, oh, fuck, there are a lot of fish here. You're not supposed to touch them. You're not gonna. You're not supposed to fuck around with these things, and then I got back out after one round. The water was real rough, I must say, and then I got a little gun shy, too, so I didn't go that deep either. You know, the breaks are really strong in Maui. Um, I mean, it's a surfer's heaven, I'll be honest. But then uh, if you're not an experienced swimmer, if, you don't have, if you're not so confident in your swimming, stay near the shore. Um, I mean, I was fine, but uh, after a bit of a hiccup the week before, I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'll, I'll stay close. I'm not going to go that deep to get. I need a flipper, but I'm not going to go that deep to, get to go see a turtle. Came back out, suntanned again. And somebody started yelling, hey, there are turtles here, turtles here, like right by the shore. The tides got pretty rough, and then the, the, the tides were coming towards us. So the, so the, I think the turtles started like sliding over to our side. <laughs> and then like, I actually saw four turtles. And then I was like a little disappointed for the first hour. I was there about two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, I was sunburnt. And then they were like, ah, I'm not going to see a turtle, but that's okay. I, I just wanted to enjoy the quiet silence and then just being left alone that's the point of this trip and then uh, it was pretty quiet there too there weren't as many people in this beach and i saw three two turtles uh just over the water break and then i was like oh fuck and then i started go i started running in and i was like oh fuck there are turtles here and then like i'm not gonna touch them you're not supposed to do that and then like i don't want to fuck around with them and then like oh my god there's two more and then I, i started swimming again and then I was like, wow, I'm swimming with the turtles. I didn't take a fucking photo. You saw turtles in your life. Why do you, why do you, we have too many photos in our lives. So I just wanted to observe this. And I thought it was pretty cool. And then um, I was pretty close to it. And then I was like swimming with it alongside it a little bit. And then um, I, I didn't go like safari crazy like some, some of the kids and the people were. Which I don't understand. So it's closer i got to the turtle i mean yeah turtle's not gonna attack you but i felt uncomfortable uh, you know there's like i think there should be some you know dividing line between nature and humans and then like i and then it's like you know what i respect your property you respect my property i sound like a libertarian but i was like watching this turtle go and then you know like you get a lot of endangered species signs especially in hawaii there's not enough space for conservation and you know preservation of plants and birds and all these here and then i in the one hand i was like i shouldn't be here humans shouldn't be here you know the turtles and dolphins and whales should be left alone man like they don't fuck with us why should i fuck with them and then you know and then i saw the the yacht tour with the turtles and i was like i didn't pay for that shit fifty dollars or whatever and then i got to see it for free you just wait for the tides to change and then uh but just looking at the turtles up close, the fish up close, you know, doing my own snorkeling of sorts, you know, swimming with them. And then I just went, I shouldn't be near these fuckers. And, you know, like nature should be nature. And then I just had that epiphany. I was like, you know, I don't want to do this. Like before I wanted to go to safari and all that in Africa. But I'm like, now I'm like actually getting up close to these animals. 
and then the fish I just like we don't belong here man and then we should do we should do our best to preserve these things and then let them be and then humans live human lives and stay in Waikiki so I I just had that realization it's like no I'm not being a pussy going up to a turtle and like worried that I'm gonna get bitten or some shit I don't care about that it's a fucking turtle I'll kick its ass but like nature should be nature and then be left alone I I just feel that way so when I I got out of the ocean and then I saw the yacht come in and this lady who was next to me actually who was with her family her daughter uh, was on had a gazillion miles so it took the entire family out oh what a daughter um and then I, for me i burned all the mileage to myself what a bad son that i am and then just hearing this and then it's like oh yeah that's uh that's the people watch your stuff man like these guys are we love this beach it's really quiet and then you know all that stuff and then the turtles are up close here we're here three weeks well like goddamn. but then i saw that hordes of people getting off the yacht onto the back onto the beach and i'm like Yo, this is wrong, man. And I, I, on one hand, I said this is wrong. And then um, I had a few more chats with this lady, this mother. She was pretty cool. Uh, then she was talking about retirement. Her husband and her are thinking, are thinking about retiring and things like you know what? We should just like live small. Which I'm gonna get to actually in the adulting part next week about retirement, money, and all that stuff. Cause every y'all seem to love money talk. Um, but anyway, so I after this, and then I was just glad that I saw. I saw the turtles, the fish, and then I got to swim. I got sunburned like a Cambodian, you know. And then just enjoy the silence and then the solitude a little bit. And then I said, time to go. And I got to get lunch. And then uh, I started walking off. And then, uh, then another thing about Hawaii, you see a lot of random like the wild chickens, like the chickens. And then by this time, I was really hungry because I swam and then I was like sunbathing. I was like, fuck, I want to just grab one of these and fry this motherfucker. <laughs> I was so hungry. And then like, there's a lot of these chickens around. And then uh, anyways, I I ended up coming back up on the road. The what? What is that road? Mahika Road? Kilehule? Whatever road. And then um, I ended up getting a burger uh, next to the Starbucks. Yes, I went back to the Starbucks. Jesus, BK, can you chill with the Starbucks for a little bit? I don't fucking know. I think I don't give a shit. Like, what do I know? I'm an idiot, okay? So, got back to Wailea. 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 That's a city, I think. And then, um, I got this burger. I just got the burger. And then it was a $9 burger. It was a grass-fed. And, my God, it, it was the most delicious burger I had. Is it, is it as good as Shige? Uh, it's up there, but given that Shige is $3 and this place, what was it called? God damn it, I should have, I wrote it down and then I lost it. Stew's Maui Burgers. S-T-E-W-Z. Uh, Stew's Burger. It was really good. It's grass-fed, but it was $9 for a fucking burger. And then I was like, eh. Like six dollars minimum, and I'm like, eh, the price is really high. This is completely a tourist p- price. It's right across the, I mean, it's right across the public beach in the Kalama Park, so I understand. But I was like, it was a little too much. But burger was really good. If you have extra cash, spend it. But otherwise, I would just go to Starbucks and grab a low-fat turkey, the ba- the ham sandwich, the that for like five dollars instead. But that burger is really good. So with that done, and then I 
change and then I was completely sunbathed and got to see the turtles and then decided to love nature a little bit, PETA baby. Uh, I decided to start just driving. Because, uh, hey, you got to do something you don't get to do in Oahu, which is go up in the mountains, go see the turtles, and drive. Because then less people here, right? So I started driving up on the clay road, and then I picked the direction towards uh, Kahului, the main city. But I instead decided to take a detour towards the northwest and around the island because I had so much fucking time. My flight was at, oh, I think 10 o'clock or something. So by this time, it was like 2.30, and I said, fuck it, I'll just drive. I had a podcast running, so I was just like listening to the podcast. So I decided to go around, uh, if you look at the map, go around the edge of Maui towards, so I was in southwest, and then I'll go up towards northwest and around the north, and then come back down to Kaolui. And then on the map, it didn't look that bad at all because in the middle is big-ass fucking forest reserve, the former volcanoes, right? So you can't really go in between. Um, so I said, fuck it. I'm going to go around Highway 30 and then over up around La Haina and then up around, keep going, and up around. And then I go through Kahakula and then Waiu. I don't know. Just look at the fucking map. I went around the top circle, top left, okay? So I started driving, and then it was only 35 miles an hour. It's a really slow drive, and I was like, fuck it. I got all the time in the world, and I don't get to drive so often, so fuck it. I'll just drive, and then I started just cruising. And then the, I finally decided to make a stop at the, uh, what park was it? Jesus. Uh, I think it was, I can't say the name of this place. I stopped along the way on the on the Highway 30, and then... I think it was hate. No, it wasn't hate craft. It was one of the harbors. Uh, just I think it was just past the Maui Ocean Center, or just before that. Anyways, I s- made a stop before starting the long drive. But the my God, it was windy as fuck. It was fucking windy, and then my hat started flying off, and I had to go grab it into the bushes. And I was like, "Fuck this!" And then I got back into my car, and then I started driving. And then Highway Thirty, and then all around. It's only 30 miles, but it's probably the worst 30 miles that you're going to ever drive. And then you see a lot of beaches, but it was hella windy. The wind was even, the, the, the waves were even rougher than the ones down in the southwest. So I was like, holy shit, this is like a fucking surfer's heaven a little bit. And I started driving, driving, driving. And then I got through La Haina. There's another resort city. It's a big, another city. And then there was another... What you want to call it? Resorts, more resorts, more resorts. I don't, I still don't see Hawaiian people. I still see white people and Chinese people here. Then I was like, fucking Nima Marcus of Hawaii. What the fuck is this shit? And then I started going up, 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 up. And then uh, saw more Hyatt Regency, Hyatt, Hyatt, Re- Marriott. And then what? What? where is this place? What is this city called? Lahaina. It's still Lahaina. And then I started going up. And then there was another airport, Kapalua Airport. That's a smaller regional airport in Maui, but nah, I skipped that, and then I just kept going, and then got Kapalua, Kapalua, and then we got to Highway 340. Um, If you don't know, because I didn't know, and then I was like, all right, I got about 15 miles left before coming to Kalahui, the main city, and then I said, fuck it, I'll just drive, and then whatever, I passed all the resorts, and it's all nature. Uh... This is where the driving gets really funky. 
and I didn't know. I didn't again. I didn't look up. I didn't do the fucking research. I. I. I this is the point. It is a. It, it's. It's seventeen miles of hell, of cliffs, falling rocks, uh, one-way roads, and the danger. And this is when I started appreciating Jeep Compass a lot, because if I had a Malibu or some other sedan. Uh, or a rear-wheel drive sports vehicle. I would have died. I would have fling off, flung off probably. And then the speed limit is 15, 20 around there, around all the corners. And then a lot of the, a lot of the roads are one way too. So you have to honk at corners a lot. You gotta be careful. You gotta slow down. And then one of the corners, I don't remember which one. This fucking Mustang, the Chinese dude, just popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're supposed to slow down. You're supposed to go at 10 miles an hour, not fucking 30. You're going to hit me, and then you would have killed both of us off the cliff. And then this part of the drive on Highway 340, it looks like a fucking Ireland. So you go, wow, this is beautiful. But yeah, as a person driving, it's the most stressful 17 miles that I drove in my life. And then I didn't know. And then I had to go to fucking bathroom because I drank two coffees, and I didn't go to bathroom so much. I, don't know, I was like panicking a little bit. I was caffeinated, have to urinate and all that shit. But um, I I don't know how to describe it. But it was a fun drive with the Jeep. It was fucking worth it. And then thank God I had a Jeep. And then I saw a lot of falling rock signs. And then I actually saw residues of the rock that had fallen. I go like fuck. I don't want to die here. I don't want to die here. And I was just like looking up on the cliff where the rocks are. Some of them aren't netted at all, so you you expect the rock to come down. But then I'm like, if I see the rock falling, I I can speed up or I should stop, break, and then like let the rock fall and then go. Then I was like contemplating all this situation in my head, processing it, and also look up on the fucking road to make sure that nobody's creeping up and hitting me. My God, Highway 340, and I I did the drive, and then I got out, and then it, it took problem. It feel it felt like a big sur, but way worse, and. <laughs> There's not many stops. There are only like uh, little holes in between to get out of the way in between so that one car or whatever can go through. But my fucking God, this is, this is a really stressful drive to get through. And then uh, I I made it out. I made it out. And then, uh, God damn, yeah, I made it out alive somehow. And then... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It is the it is the worst. I mean, there's no signal either, um, no LT, no nothing. It's like Big Sur, so you have to get your navigation running ahead of time before you enter the 340. And then the winding roads are crazy. There's some like crazy 180 turns too that you gotta do. It's not just the 90 degrees. It's like fucking acute angles. To the ridiculous degree, and then you have to walk, drive through this. But you know what? It was, an, it was an experience. I was going from west to east, but a lot of people are coming from east to west. You know, from Kalahui, uh, going around. So I, I didn't have anyone in front or behind me. It was mostly I was like facing people coming up, and then there's some houses near the end. Uh, when you get near the town Waihi, Waihi, and they're like. You see some signs. They're like, "Hey, there's an out gallery, some artwork, ice cream, fucking whatever shit." I'm sure it's a fucking tourist ripoff. And then like, some ranch, honey, 
honey farm and all that shit. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I I, I don't give a shit. I want to get home alive. That's the point. Then all these like hipsters, hippies living here. And then I finally made it out. And then uh, I said, I am really fucking tired. I, I need fucking bathroom. And then <laughs> I decided to walk into McDonald's. That I just buy the hapia pie, and then I said, like, "I want to use a restroom." It's like, and then somebody locked it up, and I was so mad. And then I decided to say, "Fuck it!" And then I wasted a dollar fifty here buying a pie for nothing. Couldn't pee, couldn't do nothing. And then by this time, it was like five thirty in the evening or so. Uh, it was a long drive, and then it was during a rush hour, Kalahui. Uh, rush hour so uh i ended up going to this one restaurant that people recommended which was da kitchen highly highly recommended i was hella disappointed i i'll be honest i mean yes i was a little grumpy through the drive not being able to piss for like two hours but like the service was god awful i mean i went by myself and then like i asked for water water didn't come for 15 minutes i ordered a locomoco uh special and then i also ordered the fried spam musubi i was looking forward to it it wasn't that what's that guy's name? guy fieri he fucking stopped by in the stock kitchen and said like, hey what is this thing and then uh, oh fried spam musubi let me try that what a weird food most disappointing musubi ever i mean there's it is fried and then i was expecting the spam the meat to be fried but in actuality in reality the musubi as a whole the surface is fried around the seaweed there's like a very thin layer of spam and then i was like this is it the rest of this is a fucking carb of rice and then this fat batter and then how much are you charging 5.99 fuck this this is so stupid and then the locomoco i got it was just okay i just I, so here's how i try to locomoco locomoco if you don't know it's like a japanese hamburger gravy sauce uh usually two eggs of your style of choosing i do sunny side up fried rice underneath and then like whatever do your thing it's like a mix of whatever i tried different pieces one how is there the different ingredients so i dissect the thing how's your sauce how's your gravy high rice sauce how's a hamburger meat is it just covered is it fatty try that how is your fried rice like is there something unique about your fried rice i know fried rice is not hard but like did you use a different sauce well, then there, and then the price is like yeah, a little up there too. This thing was like eighteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, ninety nine plus the spam be I was already disappointed by Guy Fieri getting a fucking heart attack eating this thing, and I was like, this is fucking disappointing. And then total came to like probably thirty dollars or something. I was hella disappointed, and I was like, this, this is Doc Kitchen. This is the Doc Kitchen of fucking Maui. I flew all the way for this shit. That that Stu's burger is way better. And then like I would have tried other. Like fatty foods here instead of this shit. I was I was really disappointed by that kitchen. I'll be honest. Uh, maybe the experience is different next time if I go with somebody and then the service is a little better. I was there by myself. I like God dang, like you're not serving me water and I'm thirsty as shit here after pissing so much. And I'm like I was a little grumpy too. You know the atmosphere wasn't good. I was really tired. I was hangry probably. You know exhausted driving. All day, going up in the mountain, coming down the mountain, going to the beach, seeing the turtle swimming and seeing the turtle, you know. But I was really disappointed by the dock kitchen. Maybe the experience will be different next time. But just as a heads up, Spam Musubi is not worth it. Locomoco wasn't worth it. I'll try different dishes next time. Or different Locomocos, but uh, I picked the first one. I don't like it that much. So 
there's that and then i got back to the airport maui airport early i was just exhausted by this point i got the gas in the car i got back and then uh you know and then i got to the check-in there are a lot of people there because like all the flights are generally leaving late evening early evening or so back to the mainland like the 6 7 9 p.m the ones in that I was on from the Honolulu airport. And then, you know, there are some direct flights from Maui to, like, Seattle, Calgary, even. Jesus, Los Angeles and all that. So a lot of people are there. But I had a plenty of time. I had, like, three hours or so. But then I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I just, I just want to rest. I'm really tired at this point. And I checked in. And there's, like, the guy asked, like, do you want to be on an earlier flight? And then there's, uh, like, 7.30 or something. He's like, what's the next flight? 8.30. I was like. The the other flight just left seven thirty. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I I want to get I want to get back to the fucking hotel. I'm really tired. <laughs> and then like yeah sure. And then uh they pulled me into the earlier flight. No, they, they don't give a shit about the intra island, the commuter airlines. But uh anyway, so I I just killed about an hour and a half. I got back. The flight is very short actually. Although it looks like forty five minutes, it's actually twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Very very short. And then uh, again on this flight, my God, it was a complete complete opposite of the flight I was on earlier, which was the newest Bombardier ever. Uh, one of those very small jets. I forgot the model number, but this flight from Maui to Honolulu was an old ass Airbus from the nineties, with a fucking cigarette butt store. And then the the seat doesn't lean at all. And then I'm like, fuck, man, Island Air. You this is a cheaper one you got before the Bombardier with the new money that you got. And then I was like. I got the 2010s flight and then the 90s flight in one day. I was like, I was kind of fascinated being on the old flight. And I was like, holy shit. And I took a photo of it. I was like, no smoking or whatever sign on there. And then I'm sure there was some cigarette butts stuff around there. But then I got back in time. I was just completely exhausted by the end of the day. And then I got back by like 10.30 at night. Got back to my hotel. Uh, I I just passed out. I, I passed out. I was like, dude, I was up since 3.30. I cannot fucking do this. And then uh, I killed more time in uh, Honolulu next day, recording the podcast that I did last week. And then uh, I'm back here. So uh, a bit of a reverse history there. But uh, yeah, so Maui, what would I say? What would I, Jeep Jeep Compass? It was all right. I would recommend an SUV if you're going to drive up in the mountains and through the winding roads in Maui. Uh, Maui, what did I think? I see why people go there for honeymoon. It's quieter and all that shit. But I think I personally will be bored of it after about two days. <laughs> and then, uh, um, but uh, Maluaka Beach, highly recommended. I would definitely go back there again. It's a quieter one. There are less people there. You see turtles. Don't pay for the stupid tours and all that shit. I didn't. I did just fine. I paid for food. That's what I did all fucking week there. So um, Hawaii, Maui, quiet drive quieter beach a lot of white people a lot of chinese people it's a neiman marcus of fucking hawaii i'll just say that okay and then um but i i still like honolulu and waikiki there's a lot going on there there's a lot of food there fatty food a lot of tourists a lot of new people to meet a lot of random chats you can have you know more can happen in waikiki in my opinion the maui is more family friendly it's a fucking disney resort of things so there uh so overall trip was awesome i i drove a lot i didn't talk much as much as i've done now i'll be honest i just like mostly just like kept the chat short uh i didn't hate as much i ate a lot i worked out twice today to make up for it and then i'm i mean i'm still at 155 which is good and then i feel healthier and then swimming 
Uh, one warning, please put the sunscreen on. God dang, I got burned pretty bad in part of my back, and I I made a joke with the dermatologist, Dr. Esparza. Yeah, it's like page, doctor patient confidentiality. I'm going to fucking break it right now. I said, my part of my back looks Cambodian. Angelina Jolie, adopt me. And then the guy goes, well, what? Don't you want to go out with Angelina Jolie? Now she's single. I was like, nah, every every guy that gets attached to Angelina Jolie, that was a bad story. So I just want the wealth. And then the I just want to be the heir to her fortune. <laughs> and then we both laughed. I don't know. It's so stupid. And then I got, and then I decut. So that happened. But then a doctor prescribed me some ointment ointment and all that so uh it's calmed down you know it's not peeling or anything so it's good but then uh this is what happens it's like i go alone and then i didn't have anyone to apply the sunscreen on my back this is what happens but um it wasn't that bad so um it's getting better but sunscreen yes please get it and then do not take like an overdated you know sun outdated screens sunscreen at all and then uh swim trunks uh you know i would say buy it here before you go um unless you're willing to pay the price uh instead of an abc store go to walmart or costco that's way more cost efficient in my opinion i went to walmart because i don't have a costco membership and i got all my shit from walmart and walmart's still cheap in hawaii right food in general um they're all good but watch out and then watch the intake and then uh my tie i never tried it i didn't give a shit okay uh snorkeling gear and all that i would buy it and the you know you know, I would try to do research ahead, uh, surfing and all that. I didn't surf because I didn't feel like surfing. But, um, you know, ABC stores are not that bad. But um, I would just be aware and then be ready to pay the price if you're going to pay at those places. Uh, my recommendation is still Walmart. I didn't buy that much shit when I got there, to be honest, except water bottles. Water is bad. Tap water is bad. Uh, so just buy the Hawaiian water, the 80-cent one. I just buy those instead of buying a lasagna. I said lasagna, Dasani or Evian or I don't know, fucking Smart Water or some shit. So um, so yeah, there's my advice. And then uh, it's okay to rent a car; it's not that bad. And then uh, I I would highly suggest if you're in Oahu, get out of the Waikiki. You know, do that one day. Go to the west, go to the north. Um, there is one beach I didn't get to go to. I didn't see Pearl Harbor. And like why not? And it's like I I don't know. You have to reserve it ahead of time too. And I don't want to see a fucking war memory. I'm here to relax. I don't want to see some fucking uh, Michael Bay movie here. So there's that. And then uh, Maui definitely recommended. Uh, go south and then uh, have a lot of money. And also do not rent Mustang and Camaro. You're not gonna fucking speed. You think you're you're gonna have a roof down and do that shit? You can't fucking do that. There's a lot of human traffic. People drive slow here. Fuck that. You ain't driving a sports car. It's a waste of gas. Just rent a regular car, okay? So, my God, this went long just for the Maui episode. I didn't even get to the fate of the Furious. Maybe I'll get to that next week. I need to absorb it a little bit. It's been four hours since I saw that movie. So, anyways, mahalo for listening. And then uh, please subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, all that, whatever podcast you're listening to. Twitter handle what AA show again. Twitter handle is what AA show all one word, and then the email a show at outlook.com. Email again is a show at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. Hope this helped with the Hawaii and then uh, whatever travel view that I had. And I will check back next week. I'm gonna have adulting part two. More money and housing. I'm gonna get to it. I don't know. I'll get talk more about it. All right. Peace out.